Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ooh. Who's your D-bag? Ellen DeGeneres. Ooh. You guys, have you been keeping How up How dare with? you? Ellen is so yeah, she's fabulous. Well, why don't you just be nice? Okay. Have you guys been following all of this? Holly sent it to us yesterday. Uh, all of the... Um, Ellen's crew is... Very angry, and they've got good reason to be angry. Do you know why? I have. I've seen the story. I've not read the story, so I'm hoping you will shed some light in that regard. And uh, Holly, feel free to jump in at any given time. Should I uh, lose track of important and pertinent information? Um, her crew is angry because of the mismanagement of communication as to their job duties, and oh, no big deal, their pay on the Ellen DeGeneres show. So as you know, she's been doing the show recently from home. But yeah. but before that started, there was like a 14-day blackout period mm-hmm. where, you know, people understandably had questions about the future of their positions on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yep. And repeated attempts to contact senior producers to give any sort of illumination uh, on such a topic mm-hmm. were completely ignored. Okay. And then they got a communication that they were expected to continue to do their job and uh, they need to brace for a 60% reduction in pay. Yeah. Even though the show is continuing to air. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are with that. <sighs> also, one of the big components in this... Oh, yes, thank you. ...is the fact that a lot of the crew on The Ellen Show is part of a union. Mm-hmm. Ellen decided to go behind their backs and hire non-union workers... To yep. work on the shows that are being produced at home, yeah. which is a big no-no. Mm-hmm. Now, Ellen has done things like this in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you want to bring to light back in 2007, 2008? If you don't recall, there was a huge strike in Hollywood. Yep. The massive writer strike. And Ellen uh, wanted her writers to cross the picket line. Yep. To start writing for her. And in fact, I believe maybe one of, I think, Bradley, that this is one of the women who's involved in my favorite murderer. Oh, Karen Kilgariff. Yes. She was one of the head writers on Ellen. And she kind of lost her job. Uh, I do vaguely remember that. I think we were talking about this recently, perhaps. But yeah, no, I, this is one of those. What have we said all along? Actually, what did I think B. Arthur said this early on? 
to us behind the scenes. Nothing is real and everyone's Well, there's that. But also in a time of crisis. Oh, people who show you who they really are. Yeah. It's true. And then we got to Maya Angelou some stuff and believe them. Yeah. So, well, here's the other thing. Um, And this is my my question. Is uh, Ellen DeGeneres giving up 60% of her pay? Will she be taking a massive pay cut? Methinks the answer is nah. That's a probable no. Yeah. Now, I do also want to point out in this Variety article, they, well, you know, they point out the fact that her peers, such as Jimmy Kimmel, yep, uh, have decided to pay their whole crew in full. Yeah. Out of their own pockets. Yes. Well, and what I will say, the other thing is, you know, in addition to like this, these moments show people who they or show people for who they really are. Um, this is also not surprising, and I feel like some of our listeners might be like hearing about this for the first time, mm-hmm. but we have talked on this show. It's not like we have a particular beef with Ellen, other than the blind item stories that we hear, and on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to go deep in the shallow, and so we like to poke behind the curtain and see what people are saying behind the scenes. Now, you can take those for, you know, the gospel truth or just another perspective, but it does make you think, and the things we've heard about Ellen DeGeneres that make us think are... That she is perhaps not the nicest person to her staff. Yeah. And and why that's important is not that it should be surprising, but it should be somewhat instructive, especially when Ellen's brand is the exact opposite. Right. Right? It does sort of remind you of the, the time when uh, Rosie O'Donnell started to kind of show herself. Mm-hmm. As not being the queen of nice, yeah. as she had always exactly. been positioned. And the thing about Ellen is that very recently, actually, you know, maybe it was like three weeks ago now, four weeks ago, one of her former staffers opened up a can of worms on the Twitter and basically was like, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, not great, not a good, not a good person. Uh, I will donate money to this organization, $1 for every Ellen is rotten story. Which, you know, was entertaining for us. Yeah. Because the stories that came out of it were so absolutely, remarkably unbelievable. And it does, I mean, again, for someone whose brand is always be nice to the point that she has gotten herself a, a certain amount of flack, like mm-hmm. like that, she has worn that brand so hard that it brought a lot of people out against her because of some political differences yep. they had. Um, so like, which is totally awesome and fine. Don't like, let's not get caught up in the actual story. But what's instructive about that is like, if you're going to wear that brand so hard as to rub people who agree with you on 90 other percent of, or 90% of the other issues, then, um, you really better be that person. Yep. And when you hear examples of something contrary, it, I mean, I, f- I just feel like that's instructive for the audience Absolutely. Who's, who's paying for what she's selling, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you can throw it. I mean, you, the result of that could then be for you to say, I don't care. Right. Yeah. If you're still entertained by the show and you like the feeling it gives you and all of those things, as long as you're informed about it, but know what you're buying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same with Gwyneth Paltrow. Absolutely. You know, Holly can have her. Moon dust and nutritional yeast, mm-hmm. but um, but eyes wide she's open not putting anything in her hoo-ha. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's been prescribed by Ellen anyway. Thank you. You mean Gwyneth? I'm not or Gwyneth. Any, I'm not putting anything from any of those people in my any places. Okay. Good. What go. about Doctor <laughs> Phil? Oh, Phil being the operative word here. <laughs> Ew. That's my d bag, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mr. Mr. Phil. Who henceforth shall be referred to on this program as Mr. Mr. Phil. Phil. Because he's lost his doctor privileges. Evidenced by the status I saw last night in Holly, this was courtesy of you and Yashara Lee. So thank you. Um, Dr. Phil saw Dr. Oz's um, hot take yesterday about not really giving a rat's behind about 2 to 3% mortality so that we can let all our kids go back to school and said, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dr. Phil goes on the TV and essentially says, um, well, we could play the clip, right? Or no? Yeah, I mean, there's probably well, not swearing. Yeah. It's in on it. network tell or on, on cable news. I don't think he's sure. going to swear. Let me just uh, pull that up here. Okay, Mr. Phil. Here's so Mr. Phil appears here appears on cable news and talks about um, oh, no. the risks to COVID nineteen. 250 people a year die from poverty and the poverty line is getting such that more and more people are going to fall below that because the economy is crashing around us and they're doing that because people are dying from the coronavirus i get that but look the fact of the matter is we have people dying 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents 480,000 from cigarettes 360,000 a year from swimming pools but we don't shut the country down for that but yet we're doing it for this and the fallout is going to last for years because people's lives are being destroyed. Okay, so that's Dr. Phil. Mr. Phil. Oh, Mr. sorry, Phil. sorry, Mr. Phil. On this show. It's okay, we gotta create new neural pathways. Thank yes, you, thank you. That's Mr. Phil, and in that <laughs> segment, he said two things that I would like to take issue okay. with, one of which is 250 people die from poverty every year, Yep. and then 360,000 people die from pools. Mm-hmm. The actual number is, I think, 3,500 people died last year in a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so not 360,000. Also, I think it's more than 250 people who have maybe died as a result of poverty. poverty. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's, you know, facts. Yeah, who needs them? He seems to be unconcerned with them. Why are we? <laughs> Mr. Phil. Um, Mr. Phil. And then the other thing is, of course, I don't understand the hyperbolic nature of saying, of of um, trying to conflate apples and oranges mm-hmm. right because what he's saying is we don't shut everything down for um vehicle deaths every year but we're shutting it down for coronavirus when it's it's very easy why and he as a fake doctor should actually understand this mm-hmm. which is and i mean he's not a medical doctor right um what i should say is um the reason we shut down for coronavirus is because the strain on our resources at once would uh, would r- require that people die as a result. The people who could be on a ventilator don't have ventilators available, mm-hmm. therefore they die. Yep. If we shut everything down, less people have a, to need a ventilator all at once. That's just math. People don't all die of motor vehicle accidents in one day. Right. And need all of the ventilators to stay alive. Yeah, also so it's just, people it's, don't catch motor vehicle accident correct right that's not transferable you know in the grocery store right so there's there is a market different and i'm getting really tired the problem here's the problem i'm oh 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 it's coming oh good it's all good just because somebody says something in a way that sounds self-assured 
and uh, delivers an argument in a way that makes it sound like they know what they're talking about does not make it right. Meaning Mr. Phil sounded real sure about his statistics and moderately believable. But if you have critical thinking skills, you should be able to then take three steps back and go, yeah, he sounded like he was smart, but he's dumb. Well, and that's but again, that's why most days we don't spend a lot of time being very concerned with Mr. Phil or Mr. Oz. And the reason is because most of the time it's low stakes. Most of the time he's giving you an opinion. Mr. Phil is about. Um, some guy, um, uh, some individual issue that like most right. people aren't paying attention to and don't really care. About. But when you go on a cable news channel and purport to know facts and figures and science, you give people the impression you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The show, by being on the show, it gives people the belief that he, this is a man who knows something. This is a man who is qualified because why would they hire some qualified unqualified person to show up and talk about these things it's just it's the it's all of those things combined um and to your point his assuredness that makes it actually dangerous in this moment because then you have people going we're all overreacting well i mean just look at the science and the numbers and listen to what actual scientists are saying and i think you might have a different opinion also is it coming? Is it going to it's going to come out? Yeah. The economy is going to be real dead if the people all die. So I'm just saying when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have another mister that we have to talk about. Mr. Oz. Mr. Oz. Yay. Yay. After this on my talk <laughs> 107.1.